Um, I know you're not too familiar with much. What's your opinion on this list? Bro, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> who are these? Bro, I looked at this. I'm like, I'm yeah, no, I don't, of course I've heard. For real though, I've definitely heard the names like uh, whatever. Um, Sugar, Baby whatever. Babyface Ray. Baby Ray uh, so, Saucy Santana. Yeah. I've heard um, Dochi was on the um, Isaiah Rashad mm-hmm. album. Right? I think she signed a TD. Bro, I'm like, mistaken. Man, um, hate me if you want, bro, but hip hop is going downhill. Yo, I'm Samuel Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We won't waste your time. We got a lot to talk about today. So let's get to it. Yes, sir. My boy Adam, how have you been, man? What's your playlist title of the week? My playlist title of the week. You know, it was a nice weekend. I was um, with my brothers for the first time in a little um, because my brothers live in New York City. Yep. Um, so we'll go with, um, we'll go like Family Matters, something a little cute. Yeah. And we'll do um, the song leading that family business, Kanye West Say graduation. Um, how about you? Um, for me, I would give my playlist title uh, Reasonable Doubt. And then the song would be, first song would be Under Pressure. Um, I'm so pissed. I regret it so much, bro. I didn't go to the Marlon Craft concert. No. Um, I'm, I'm a clown, dope. honestly. I'm a clown. Honestly, it was so dope. I saw <laughs> all the videos he was posting afterwards. Yeah. If you don't know Marlon Craft, what are you doing? Literally, one, to me, at least one of the so best MCs out right now from uh, Hell's, Kitchen, Hell's Kitchen, New York. But honestly, that's really the craziest thing that happened to me, just me fumbling yeah. the bag. <laughs> I had to take a quiz instead. I'm, but just, it is I'm it just is. sad that an artist would come to Columbus when school's not in session. And yeah. I wonder if their management like takes that into consideration Man, because I would have loved to have been nah. there to see Marlon. This guy is about to see, uh, who are you about to see again this Thursday? I'm about to, I'm about to see Pusha T. And who did you see before? He went to the Philadelphia uh, Roots Festival, literally. Roots Festival. So. I, saw, I saw Freddie, Benny the Butcher, Black Thought. Um, so I'm so yeah, I'm it's really, okay you missed Marlon, man. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'm really excited. Yeah, you're seeing Kendrick, though. But I'm really yeah, excited to see him. Um, I'm very excited to see Push. That's me. Yes, fire. sir. Push up. But, uh, but in some good music news, finally, I'm someone who I think is going to be, or who already is a huge part of R&B and a big person in R&B. Brent Fiaz announced the um, gave out the track list for his album coming out, Wasteland. Um, they clap it up. Yes, I'm sir. very excited for this album. Um, so, a song that is on the album, Gravity, was my favorite song from last year. Um, there's also I have issues with that, just the fact that I love the song so much, mm-hmm. but like I don't know why it's on the album or why it was released so far in advance. Same thing with Wasting Time, um, Drake and Pharrell. There's also I think two other songs on here that were also released earlier. Oh, I don't know them off the top of my head. Um, but what are your thoughts about artists doing this where they release songs so early? Like Wasting Time was literally one year ago, and Gravity, I think, was a year and a half ago. So I wonder how these songs yeah. end up on there. I know you're a pet peeve for that. I know that you absolutely hate that. I remember I really remember on our previous podcast, you're like, why yeah. do artists stop fucking up the promotion? You gotta set it up it. right. Um, but I think it's fun. First of all, I love the bo- I love both songs. Yes, it is a shame that they released it so long ago, but it's cool. Maybe that's what he planned um for it. But maybe because of COVID, he pushed back the release date. He still wanted it on. And yeah. He didn't want to replace the songs with BS songs, but those songs are already good. I know you didn't like the Drake song, which is crazy because I thought that was it's not that I didn't crazy. like it. I think it was more the fact that it was Pharrell and Drake and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is gonna be great, like so big. And I don't think the song like did that. I didn't see like that many people going crazy about it once it dropped. Also, I think my problem isn't like the. It's just like it kills the excitement of the album. That now that I look at this track list, it's like four skits, four songs I've already heard before. 
So I'm not as excited about. Yeah, there's. Oh, it's skits. There's a bunch of skits on there. Oh, on that dang. Track list. I thought those were actual songs. No, there there are songs on there, but mm. four of them I've heard are are out already, mm. and a couple of them are skits, and it does kind of kill the anticipation. It's on the other hand, at least I know there's a song that's incredible on there. That's one of my favorite songs ever, Gravity. Gravity um, with Tyler. Yeah, I love that track. And not even just because Tyler's on it. I I really like that track. I think this um, is going to be one of the best, if not the best, projects of the year. I mean, look at the features, bro. No ID. No, I agree. Mike Dean, the Neptunes, DJ Dougie, yeah. Steve Lacey. Mike Dean's going to go crazy Come with on. a guitar solo on that. Steve Lacey's on there too. Steve Lacey's feature is on Gravity, I think. Mm-hmm. He did yeah. production on it, which like kind of kills the excitement of seeing Steve Lacey Stop. in that album rollout. <laughs> but when you saw that, like when I saw Tyler, the Creator, and Drake, for a split second, I'm like, maybe they did another song. Mm-hmm. But there was no way that he did another song with those two. Hey man, it's fine. I'm still I'm still expecting great things from this project. I don't know. They yeah. hasn't released a a date yet, but hopefully it drops soon because we need new music. A lot yeah. of fumbles, low key, but it's fine. It's fine. Wait, what, what, what yeah. do you think about 2022? Has it been solid so far? Solid, more than solid. What you we think? got? I mean, and we'll talk about it later. I haven't given mm-hmm. the Drake a full listen, but we got albums from Drake, Kendrick Lamar. We're getting Beyonce. So like mainstream wise, like the top mm-hmm. artists, we are getting all of them to drop. And then we're getting so many small, not small, but artists on the small lower tier who are dropping incredible albums. I mean, Push still has my album of the year. Mm-hmm. We're still going to get a GID album. We're still going to get a Smino album. We're still getting a Freddie Gibbs album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this has been one of the best years of music in a while. And I think it's, yeah, it's been amazing. You think? Yeah. I have a hot take, bro. And I remember I tweeted it out. And I don't know if everyone was so favorite, but I said hip hop reached, not hip hop, sorry, music reached a peak in 2016, 2017, and it's dipped tremendously ever since then. And really think about the albums that dropped in 2016 and 2017. Coloring Book, um, Life yeah. of Pablo. Well, Lemonade. I remember there was a, mm-hmm. I remember that summer, there was a bunch of crazy summer songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like Caroline, um, Broccoli, a uh, bunch of like, Uzi songs. I forget which mm-hmm. song at the time was there. Um, yeah. But I think that's partly nostalgia, and it's easy to look back and say, yeah, that, sure that music that? was so much better than now. Lemonade, so I've been, Blonde, What a problem Damn. with... 444? Uh, it's, I mean, it's Bar not Boy, should, should, I, should I go on? <laughs> but like, it's crazy. You're naming albums of artists who have not dropped a single album since then. So it's not really like mm-hmm. music's fault. Like you said um, Lemonade. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're getting a Beyonce album in one month. It might be better than Lemonade. <laughs> um, sadly, Lemonade wasn't on streaming services right mm-hmm. away. So I personally don't have like a huge connection to it. I like the mm-hmm. song um, Hold Up. Hold Up. I like that one. Hold yeah. Up. They don't love you like I love you. Um, but I think this this year has made some good music and there's only better music going to come from personally, I, Smino and J.D. are like my two favorite artists. Mm-hmm. So I know there's, and Freddie Gibbs. So I know there's three albums that like I'm hugely looking forward to mm-hmm. and I don't think they're going to, they're going to disappoint me. And J.I.D. said like once I drop, like I'm dropping everything like, he said, mm-hmm. you guys are going to be annoyed from how much I'm going to drop. Yeah. That's a word. I'm ready. Well, yeah. Well, luckily, I, I heard the Lemonade album in full, you know, through yeah. the underground sources. And that <laughs> uh, album means, uh, that's one of my favorite albums of all time. I think that's Beyonce's best project. And that was such mm-hmm. a monumental album. And it's great to hear that she's finally back dropping her upcoming album, uh, Renaissance, yeah. which releases July 29th. And this was out of nowhere, really. And she's dropping a new single. Um, I don't know. So this will, be out by, this will be out by the time. Obviously, mm-hmm. that this podcast released, but she is dropping song tonight at midnight. Mm-hmm. I think people were describing it as like disco, like get you to dance music. Okay, so I'm, I'm 
I'm ready. I'm down for it. Was well, that the vibe now? Drake Drake started <laughs> it. And now Beyonce's taking the nah, lead. No, nah, no, it's not like house music. I don't think. <laughs> I'm down for some. Uh, I'm trying. I'm down to start boogieing. Yeah, little, you said boogieing. <laughs> yeah, some disco music. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> say less. Say um, less. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, did you have anything more about the um, Beyonce album? Or honestly, just... what is there to say? It is Beyonce. It's Beyonce. She, it's yeah. gonna be album of the and year. We need, I think we so. need we need Rihanna. Rihanna's gotta get back now. That is facts. Um, look were... at her. She was recording. I don't know. Maybe that's cap. But I heard I, she I'm was. I'm sure she's always studio. recording. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and we also have ASAP Rocky coming. Mm-hmm. Out on that. Um, and people were saying, um, "Fuck, where was I gonna go with this?" I lost my train of thought. I but to keep, <laughs> but to keep going. Um, something that used to be a very big deal in hip hop and people have criticized it ever since then mm-hmm. um, is the double XL freshman list. And there have been lists in the past that have been criticized, such as the 2016 list. You might not think say it was criticized now, now it's the most legendary cipher. But people were not happy when there was Lozy Vert, Kodak Black, um, 21 Savage, Lil Dicky, Anderson Pack. Like people were heavily criticizing that list. And yeah. now it's seen that it was an incredible, amazing list. Mm-hmm. So this year we have a list that was just released featuring. Um, sorry if I pronounced some of these names wrong because I'm not too familiar with all of them. But um, like Nardo Wick, yeah, <laughs> um, Nardo Wick, Dochi, Sofago, Babyface, Ray, Kali, K Kai, um, Coochies, Big Thirty, Ken the Man, Big Scar, Saucy Santana, and Baby Tron. Um, I know you're not too familiar with. Much. What's your opinion on this list? Bro, who are these people? <laughs> who are these? Bro, I looked at this. I'm like, I'm yeah, no, I have no. Of course, I've heard for real though. I've definitely heard the names like uh, whatever, um, Sugar, Baby whatever, Babyface Ray, Baby Face Ray uh, Saucy and, Santana. Yeah, I've heard, um, Dochi was on the um, Isaiah Rashad mm-hmm. album, right? I think she signed a TD. Bro, I'm like, not mistaken. Man, um, hate me if you want, bro, but hip hop is going downhill, and I hate when people like people rub rub against when they're like, bro. You're just not looking hard enough. Hip hop is so has so much diversity. You can find it everywhere. You just gotta look. Okay, maybe in like the low-key underground scene and artists who aren't getting love, yeah. like for example, Marlon Craft. But when I look at the mainstream scene, bruh, it's garbage. Please like don't like and I, I don't want really to yeah. talk too much. Like, yes, these artists are obviously they're there, they're there where they are, they have that platform because they are making uh a certain type of music, whether that's quality music that uh attributes to some fans that do enjoy it. But for me at least, man, I just I mean, yeah. come on, man. I came in the era where, remember, they compared it to, what was it, 2011, was it? With Cole and Wale yeah, and yeah. all those guys. Kato was in there. I don't think Kato was with Drake, was he? Freddie, Freddie Gibbs, was there, Big Sean. Sean. I mean, bro, yeah. like, it's just not I mean, it's, comparable. It's definitely hard to compare these lists. Cause I, and I'll, well, I want your opinion on this. Like, hip-hop has completely changed since 2016, mm-hmm. the year that you said was the last good year of music, mm-hmm. where back then we were getting, who was it? Who was, like, the only trap artist on there? Like, Travis Scott, um... Back yeah. then, he wasn't making that type of music. Yeah, but like yeah. it used to be people like Action Bronson, Joey Badass, mm-hmm. J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Logic. People who it was very looked at as somewhere like you're going to showcase your lyrical ability. Mm-hmm. And music has changed to become more melodic since then. And now we're getting artists who that's not the focal point. And maybe they should be throwing in someone like a Marlon Craft, someone who, because it's the whole thing is they have a freestyle and they have a cipher. Mm-hmm. And they are bringing artists who are not. Part of, that's not part of their rapping ability. It's not their ability to freestyle. It's not their ability to rap in a cipher. It's to make melodic, more catchy songs that have a certain atmosphere meant for them. So, like, yeah, I don't really, I'm not like looking forward too crazy to see these people's freestyles. I don't think it's going to impress me that much. 
And honestly, I thought that 2016 cipher that's now the most famous cipher ever. Mm-hmm. I remember like, thinking it was the funniest thing ever, but not because it was good. I mean, <laughs> how does 21 Savage start his verse off? It's like, uh-huh. I went to the store because my girl ran out of soda. Bitch, I'm trying to cut this yo. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, this isn't this isn't like the Joey badass cipher I heard back yeah. then. And like we're always comparing it. And like Anderson Pack comes in with one of the weirdest ciphers ever. Oh, um, Lil Dicky. <laughs> oh, don't even talk about that, bro. This last Lil, this next subject. Lil Dicky's was good though. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, like some of these artists like that, maybe Double XL has to switch what they're doing with these artists to maybe mm-hmm. make it just a song instead of a cipher with these artists. I yeah. don't know. Um, but it is clear that hip hop has changed from when we were looking at these double when we used to look forward to the list. And I don't know why. Why is it? Do you think that we're so un? Maybe it's because the music we listen to is not mm-hmm. this type of style. But like, I feel like I should be a little bit more familiar with people who are on the freshman list. It's like you said, man. Hip hop has changed. Before at that time, I guess uh, lyrical rappers are still kind of in 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 touch at peak uh, within the culture of the hip-hop yeah. you know but now it's obviously melodic mainstream stuff and right now if you're spinning like marlon that's not really that's not going to get you whatever what i don't know what what the mainstream is looking for so i yeah. guess these artists it's not even about quality per se it's a lot about persona your popularity yeah. controversy maybe stuff like yeah. that you know and what we, I mean? we also don't know this the executive side that goes into this about mm-hmm. like can can an indep- independent artist ever get on this list like oh, probably nice. not like i don't know who, for all we know, record labels are paying. Mm-hmm. Same thing that happens with the Grammys. Like they're paying Double XL to put their artists on. Mm-hmm. So it'd be great for, for me to see someone like a Deontay Hitchcock from Atlanta, someone who's like a smaller artist who's getting pretty big, who's mm-hmm. like getting recognized, like he's on the Dreamville album, someone like Reason TD mm-hmm. on TD. It'd be cool to see these guys on, and I'm curious why they're not getting on, or for all we know, they're denying it. Yeah. And they or get, him, and, they, him and Chris Patrick, like what? Yeah. Like yeah. Chris, honestly, Chris is on the smaller side and still mm-hmm. growing. But I think mm-hmm. someone like De- like Deontay was literally on Revenge mm-hmm. of the Dreamers, multiple song. Maybe yeah. someone like Buddy, um, mm-hmm. who just dropped an amazing album. Someone like Westside Boogie. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's been a double XL freshman, right? Probably. Yeah, I don't think he has. And that's so maybe ridiculous. someone like someone like Grip. Someone mm-hmm. like Kenny Mate. Kenny Mason might have gotten. Yeah, honestly. really. But okay. I don't. Maybe these guys deny it. There are there have been artists mm-hmm. before who have been given the opportunity. Like I think Benny the Butcher got it, and he's like, I'm. Way too like veteran in the game for this. Yeah, and maybe some people are like fucked up XL. I don't even want to be on this list. Like I don't think it's that beneficial to my career anymore. It's really not. I mean, a lot of these cases with these artists, like I don't, I don't see a lot of them joining in. I mean, especially when you look at your peers and who you're competing with. Like it's almost like an offense to actual lyricists. I know that might rub against some people when they're like lyricism isn't everything about rap, but I mean, it, it is in the roots of hip hop. You know, it's it's weird. Bro, it is, but. It is what it is. Um, and again, like, like, it's just a roster, man. Like I literally looked at the roster. I'm like, I don't know who these people are. I yeah. have no clue who y'all are. I've not even heard y'all songs. And I ain't going to listen either. <laughs> and like, we can appreciate that there is new, so many different like mm-hmm. umbrella genres under the giant hip hop umbrella. Mm-hmm. But it'd be nice if they could get some uh, real classic spitters in there. Yeah. If they're going to be having a cypher as part of this um, big occasion and yeah. having freestyles done. Um, but yeah, it is double XL. I mean, people don't like them. I don't like their writing anyway. So it's, yeah. it's like we give these platforms so much power mm-hmm. and time, such mm-hmm. as like Rolling Stone dropping. Literally, it's it's as if they got in the boardroom and like let's let's make a shitty list. Let's see <laughs> how everyone reacts because it, it's comically bad. Yeah, how can you rank Invasion a good album? How can you rank Invasion of Privacy over Illmatic? <laughs> 
It's to go to jail, bro. So some of these, <laughs> some of these people, man. That I, I like maybe they're getting in the room and they're like, yeah, let's just yeah. stir up some controversy. It was honestly like I hope they actually believe invasion of privacy is better. Mm-hmm. I hope they actually generally believe in that because okay, it's your opinion, but I hate the idea of just stirring controversy purely to get clickbait. I, it's like I disres- hate it, man. It's, it's disrespectful. Don't do Nas like that. It and is like, I think Equemini was also under. There was a bunch of albums that were mm-hmm. ranked under there. So if I had to ask you, a lot of people say this era is the best era in hip hop because there's so much diversity. Yet for me, at least the '90s, yeah, the '90s is still be- the best yeah. era for hip hop. What do you think? What I think the best era is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it tend, it's like goes back to what do you listen to music for? Mm-hmm. So if you if you asked high school like senior year Adam, he 100 would say '90s when I'm mm-hmm. all like lyrical, like studying lyrics and all these mm-hmm. underground beats. Um, but then on the other hand. This generation, you have so much. You can you can still find those types of rappers, and you have so much access to all these different types of people mm-hmm. and different genres of hip hop. So I'm gonna say like right now is the best time, just because mm-hmm. you can really you can find what you want. If you want that '90s stuff, listen to Freddie Gibbs and Griselda. Like you can get artists who are just as good as those '90s rappers. Like okay, relax, bro. Rakim is Rakim is rolling around in his sleep. That's '80s. Rakim. But man, if you drop some of these Griselda projects in the '90s. It's it's so hard to do these comparing generations. Yeah. They could be classics. Like these guys are better than some of these nineties rappers, but it's a different generation. Speak now. up. Speak up, bro. What are you hiding? Better than who? Better than, I'm not gonna I don't know the name exactly. Say it out loud, but yeah, bro. I think I think Conway and Benny are better than some ninety classic nineties rappers. Like who? Now you think you don't know. You feel the test. Yo, I th- like I'm a <laughs> huge, huge, huge gangstar fan. Okay. I think Benny the Butcher and Conway are better okay, than Guru. Ben the Guru. Okay. Like, that's just a small okay. example. Yeah. Like, there's a I, bunch I of artists who made classic albums that mm-hmm. I think, I generally think, I think Benny the Butcher and Conway are so fucking skilled, and Freddie are so skilled yeah. at rapping. I think they're better than some of these guys. And they're just like in an era that doesn't appreciate it as much. Like, okay. if you drop, you drop Pinata or Bandana in the 90s, it's crazy. You're right. Okay. I, I take it back. You, I take there's it back. Some, but I'm still, I'm still rooting for the 90s. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about <laughs> not even hip hop, all music in the 90s. I thought was better. Older music to me is better, but hey, that's just uh-huh. me. Yeah, you're, you're like the old guy in the uh, on this lawn yelling at the kids yep. for going too fast. Oldie for um, life. But in some great news, um, we had a surprise release this week um, from Aubrey Graham. I know uh, me and you were expecting Drake, for those who don't know his real name. But I know me and you were expecting something a lot different. Um, what I was texting you and what I was texting my friends was, there's no way that Drake is going to drop an album so similar to Certified Lover Boy mm-hmm. this close in proximity to the release date. And that was right. This album isn't the same. Um, and I'm not going to give my full opinion on this, clearly, because I haven't listened to the album fully. I was okay. skipping around because I wanted to see what the vibe of the album... And I don't mm-hmm. usually do that, but I was really yeah. curious because it's Drake. You never know what you're going to get. Um, and it was all... what are they? It's called house music. I don't, mm-hmm. People have been calling it different things. Yeah. Pop, dance music. Um, Personally, this is really not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. It seems Drake will do a full album of singing, but he'll never do a full album of just rapping. It always has to include some type of singing, which I guess is a thing. But I really, really, really wanted him to do a hard ass. If you're kind of similar, like I thought with the surprise drop, is me a craziest rap album. Mm-hmm. Cole was in Canada playing in the league. I thought we were finally going to get the, and Cole's posting about it before. Yeah. Bro, I was so confident. I thought we were going to get the Cole feature. They could have the biggest song in the world if they just did it. And yeah. I, I was disappointed. I haven't given the album full listen. Mm-hmm. It could be a really good album. 
what I've been seeing of it, people don't <laughs> seem to be saying. People said it's good, but I don't see anyone calling it a great album. Mm-hmm. Um, but you actually listened to it, so what's your opinion on this? Yeah, I actually gave it the time of day. I mean, I'm curious what girl made Drake release this so soon because uh, he they, they must have heard him. I don't know because when I saw the surprise album, and I still stand by my statements, I still got some backlash. But Drake, yes, Kendrick is higher on my rap list, right? But to me, Drake is like the goat. And I'm not. I don't want to say like I'm saying goat a little bit loosely, but it's the fact that Drake could drop a surprise album and everybody in rap shuts up. And yeah. everybody's excited for to see what he's going to do. And the fact is, if Drake really wanted to drop a rap album and put the pen to the pad, he could go toe to toe with anyone. And I mean that I so agree. seriously. That's why, I agree, and that's why I want mm-hmm. I just want him to do it yep. so badly. And people were saying it's because um, he was always planning this album, and he saw Beyonce was dropping in July, so he's like, mm-hmm. "Fuck it, I'm gonna get this out before Beyonce mm-hmm. like takes over." W- would be completely understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it is a summer vibe with the music, what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like why throw the Twenty One Savage song at the end. Like, oh, let me get one for the rap fans. Like, yeah. let, me these, <laughs> let me get these streams. Like, once again, he's not making an album that's completely yeah. cohesive. And I, I, I would love to see him do that because, I mean, once again, I had not listened to the album mm-hmm. completely. Yeah. But he has not had a cohesive album that people would say it's mm-hmm. impressive that he actually is looked at as like the best of our generation. Because he really yeah. has not dropped an album that we would consider a great album in so long. Mm-hmm. And that's albums the that biggest like, thing. Yeah. That's the albums the will say thing. are so good, but... Yeah, because like you said, in this recent part of his career, he's had a, a lot of flubs. Can we say a lot of... A lot, a lot, a yeah. Lot of, yeah. So his run from, again, from 2009 to 2015, Sick. incredible, yeah. right? So how much does this later part affect him? I know when, like, when people talk about Eminem, people kill Eminem for his yeah. later part when it's really just revival but it's like Drake gets this uh-huh. breathing room um, I think it's because these, yeah. <clears throat> for one I think compared to Eminem like Certified Lover Boy does have really good songs on it Yeah, and it's hits. not the, the part about Eminem is that people think he's being cringy it's not that it's just mm-hmm. bad it's like oh you're teaming with Ed Sheeran on like these types of songs or your flow is turning into like this typewriter flow um, and Drake does have songs that are like cringy like I mean personally I don't really like Too Sexy even though it's played at like every party yeah. I go mm-hmm. to. Um, and there are songs that are like, dude, you're in your thir- late 30s and you're still yeah. like singing like you're like a young, like yeah. a 20 year old. And there are things that are cringy, but like it is generally good music. Mm-hmm. It's just not cohesive and it's kind of just, it's nothing original about it. Yeah. And the funny thing is, a lot of my, what I've seen is a lot of Americans, right? How is it going and going? A lot of people hate this project. Because um, again, this is not what people expected. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. It's not what people expected. But if I you think go that was very reactionary. The UK, yeah, exactly. But if you go over to the UK and Europe, they are bumping this album. I've, I've Europe friends who live in Europe, and they're they, they tell me that they're bumping this album. Everyone's yeah. loving this album. And that house sound, like similar we did to More Life, adding in again the house, the dance hall, uh-huh. the Afro vibes, um, all of that, and the Caribbean sounds. Yeah. They love that over there. And Drake knows what he's doing. Drake is that big. Like he can drop some yeah. on a British UK drill beat. And even though we don't like it, they do. So it is strategic, you know? Yeah, and I think part of it is because it was a surprise drop. He gave us a, like a couple hour period to get all these rea- like high up expectations. Mm-hmm. Had he released a single two weeks before that was house music, mm-hmm. we would know the vibe that the album was going to yeah. be. And I wouldn't have gone into it with such high expectations. So then, like, I'm sure people would have reacted way normally. It's mm-hmm. the fact that it was a surprise drop. Last time he did that, it's, if you're reading this, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Some would say it's his best album. I would say it's his best album. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I have formed my expectations so high. Me and you were tweeting crazy things. 
And of course, when he drops a house album, we're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, and I'm sure I'll give it, I'll give it the proper listen. I'm sure it's a good album, but it's not what I wanted. It's low key mediocre. Tr- it's good. Like, yeah. it's like a lot of people are trash. Everyone's saying this is trash. Like, I mean, when I say a lot, I mean a lot of people are trashing this album. It is not trash, but it's not amazing yeah. either because you can find people, the people are making excuses like, oh, it's just house music. Like, you just say you listen to one genre, you listen to hip hop only. That's why you don't like it. No, there's literally hundreds of actual house artists making better music. Yeah. And Drake just so happened to make one. And it's not bad, but it's not great either. You know, when he's singing, what did he say? When he's singing a higher than his range with the auto-tune repeating. Yeah. Um, and what what was the first song off the off the album? Falling on me or something like that. It just keeps repeating it for like five minutes straight. Like I'm not sure what this song is called. But I agree that like, I mean, I don't listen to house music, so I don't think mm-hmm. I could ever have a full good opinion on this because mm-hmm. I don't listen to this music. But yeah, you can definitely find artists who make this genre of music better than the guy who's yeah. attempting to create it. And like kudos to him. People who say like, we complain that Drake doesn't do anything. It's never original music and now he's trying it. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, kudos to him. I think it's just the rollout of it. If you're going to do a surprise drop in hip hop, that's just known for being like you're dropping bars and that's just not mm-hmm. what happened. So someone who did do that, a guy who has been heavily criticized his entire career, mm-hmm. um, our guy, the guy that got us into hip hop was Logic coming mm-hmm. in with his album Vinyl Days. Um, some people were saying that Lo- they never saw Logic dropping a better album than Drake. They didn't see it coming. Um, yeah, you leave Logic alone. That pisses me off too. Like yeah. as if Logic didn't have the potential to be at that platform or that stage or that yeah. level. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, you can roast Logic. This guy has sells more than your like favorite artists. Mm-hmm. He goes on sold out tours. He's chilling. He's so wealthy. He is mm-hmm. chilling. This album. There's not one person in hip hop I can name that loves hip hop more than Logic. Like yeah. this, it's on full display. Mm-hmm. He made a cringy ass song where it's just a love letter to Jay, not J, to Madlib. Yeah. Um. Like no one else would do that. It was mm-hmm. cringy. It was a little cringy. But <clears throat> honestly, it's a really well produced album. He's a good producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six. <clears throat> and there were songs like Therapy Music with Russ. I really liked. Mm-hmm. There's one with uh, my guy Langston Bristol who killed mm-hmm. his feature in um, Currency, and. I think the 30 track was scary, but a lot of it was skits. He had a mm-hmm. cool one with um, Nardwar. Mm-hmm. Um, but Logic just loves hip-hop. And partly this was to get out of his Def Jam deal. So now mm-hmm. he's independent, can do his thing. Um, what do you feel about this album? Man, I have so much love for Logic, man. Uh, this project was amazing. Um, to me, easily one of the best uh, rap albums and even albums of the year for sure. Like, I really liked it. It wasn't a single track I did. Like, I enjoyed the whole entire thing. And it's just sad to see what he's went through in terms of just coming in to the hip-hop see him blowing up a little bit but also just the fact that he almost wasn't ready for it um a lot of that pressure did end up eating him um not being where he wanted to be because of some rooms and because whatever he looked the way Mm -hmm. he looked he was mixed biracial white whatever you want to call it um so that really really irked me but he's found his way back and one thing that made me notice is how shitty fans are like fans are an artist's worst enemy and I see it with Drake and I see it with Logic. Like I remember when I was kind of so upset with Logic and I was trashing him a bit, like not trashing him, but just pissed that like, why are you doing this? Why are you trying to make these pop songs? But in reality, it was just because he had to get out of his deal with Def Jam. So he just trying to put out a lot of BS albums. You know how after retirement, he was supposed to drop Mad- Magic with Mad Lib and him? Uh-huh. Instead, he did yeah. BT3, which was just leftovers from Confessions of a Dangerous uh, Which completely makes mind, sense. Just to get out of the deal. But like yeah. as fans, we don't actually understand how toxic it is. And then when we trash these people, same thing with like sports or athletes. Oh man, this basketball player is trash. Not even realizing that athlete is one of the best athletes in the world. And yeah. so they're really not trash. And not to mention, you're just trashing this person. You have to forget that they're a human, you know? Yeah. And that just and ruins their whole vibe. And there's people in hip hop 
who have authority such as Joe Budden mm-hmm. going on a podcast and saying Logic is the worst rapper to ever mm-hmm. touch a mic. It's like, first off, to, like, dude, be like a good human. That's so mm-hmm. mean to say mm-hmm. about someone and to someone who has achieved way more success than Joe Budden has as a rapper. I think that's fucked up. And like Logic had songs like 1-800 that can be like, oh, mm-hmm. poppy, cringy. But no, that song got him millions of dollars and let, is letting him make the music now that he loves, which mm-hmm. is this Jay Dilla underground Mad Lib type music. Mm-hmm. And he's really good at it. And I would be very excited to see Logic produce for other artists. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially underground artists. Like mm-hmm. my guy Langston Bristol would be sick to see him over some Logic mm-hmm. stuff. Guess what? Joe said it again. Did you know that? No, I didn't see that. He said it again. I saw so Logic was on Rory Mall, which was a good podcast. I watched it so quick. Did you see it? Yeah, I watched I watched most of it, honestly. It was a good yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, but he basically, Logic explained the whole situation. I guess, I don't know, Joe was kind of, he felt some type of way. And basically, he played a little snippet of the song and he said, yeah, this is trash. Like, this is the worst, this is the worst song I've ever heard. Again, and it just kind of pissed me off as like, yeah, yeah, get Joe, you're a nice MC, but like, Loki, I'm still picking Logic over you probably. I mean, if we're talking about discography, yeah. bro, I can pick a handful of albums that are better than yours. Even Logic's impact on hip hop is bigger than yours. And let's not forget that um, Slaughterhouse was a big rejuvenation in your career. And then you beefed with M. They wanted a podcast, beefed with Roy and Maul, et cetera. Like yeah. beefing with all these people. So it's like, what's the real vibe? And Slaughterhouse. So it's like, I don't know. I still love Joe. I'm not hating on Joe. I love Joe. But yeah. it is what it is. And I like that you touched on his influence because as someone who grew up listening to Logic, and there's been people before him who have been very themselves at like Kanye. Mm-hmm. But like Logic completely embraced like the nerdy, like loving all these different video games and stuff. And like he made a whole fan base around people who felt the same way. Mm-hmm. And it's the reason why some artists now are feeling more free to rap about these quote-unquote nerdier things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Logic's had a huge impact, especially on me, and helped me find all these 90s albums I love. Mm-hmm. This man loves the culture, so shout out to him. Um, How much did you love this album? It seems to me like you liked it, but you didn't love it. And I'm surprised because like, I feel like this is the I've, perfect album for you. Um, I've only listened to it twice. Um, I thought the beat, I think it's probably the best produced album of the year. Mm-hmm. I think like his rapping sometimes to me comes off like he's like rapping about nothing. Mm-hmm. Like he's a little bit like lyrical, like like I think yeah. even on therapy music, I feel like Russ's verse was very like talking about therapy. Mm-hmm. And then Logic's is more just like his rapping ability again. Um, That's crazy, bro. I thought he was so he was talking deep in that song, explaining why he um was dropping these albums, the whole Def Jam situation. Yeah. I don't know. His rapping him, style just doesn't doesn't hit me as much mm-hmm. as it used to. Yeah. Um, but this was his best rapping in a while. So I'll, I'll give For it sure. that. And he's definitely improved. I know in an interview there was a big topic, and I want to ask you about this. But basically, Maul, or no, Rory was basically saying that he was a guest in hip hop, right? And Logic was saying he wasn't just because one, he one grew up in the like New York, the Bronx, whatever. So he grew up on the block. Not, Logic grew up in uh, Gaithersburg, Maryland. No, not Logic, uh, Rory. Oh. Okay. He, yep, he grew up in the uh, Bronx uh, in New York. And I'm, not, I'm not sure if it was the Bronx, but whatever, in, in New York on the uh-huh. block. So he was in the culture, one. And two, he formed something for the culture with another person who's black to form this huge platform that has a huge voice and stake in hip-hop. So I'll just like, there's no way you're a guest. So I was going to ask you, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, I would but, say... But do you think white people are guests in hip-hop? And also, I'll throw on Eminem. Like, to me, Eminem's not a guest in hip-hop. Like, yeah. Eminem has done so much for hip-hop, and I'm going to call him a guest when I've done nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely hard for me to answer that question. I'm going to say, yes, I am a guest as someone mm-hmm. who grew up in the suburbs of, mm-hmm. like... I'm, a, I'm from a diverse town, but, like, mm-hmm. I wasn't... It's different than someone who grew up around hip-hop, especially in the mm-hmm. 90s, if that was, like, what you were around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's way different. Like, Eminem, like, grew up going to Cyphers and was mm-hmm. writing in high school. 
like I wasn't doing that. I'm just generally such a fan of this music mm-hmm. that I've dedicated. Like I want to talk about this music. Yeah. So I'd say personally, like I am a guest in this. Yeah. Who just okay. loves the music. Say less. I yeah, like again. I know that's a hot topic. I know like Lord Jamar was trashing M, but for me, M will always be there. Logic will always be there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Logic whatever. literally grew up in a black household. Like I don't know. Literally. It's literally his whole life was surrounded by all mm-hmm. these people, and just because his skin complexion mm-hmm. on that side of the genetics showed up more than the other side doesn't mean he's a guest in hip hop. Yeah. Like he's completely in hip hop. So I think that's a he shouldn't even be a question about it. And another like, album. Fi- oh, you go. Sorry. Uh, I'll just say find me another guy who loves hip hop more than logic. Like he is. Yeah, exactly. With and that album um, was amazing, like we said. And another big album of the year project was I mean you said that. I think it's definitely one of uh, Boogie's project. Yes. Um, I thought it was the yeah. best album to drop that night personally. Really? Um, I loved his last album. Um, it's been a while since he's dropped so many freestyles on Instagram that are fire. Mm-hmm. Um, signed to Eminem, uh, so classic. Not that great marketing coming in with the album. <laughs> um, but I loved the single. Stuck was so good. And he performed mm-hmm. that on Colors Studio. Um, I was fire. And this album is just like starts off so well with Killer mm-hmm. Mode. He has yeah. really good like soulful singing on that one. Goes mm-hmm. right into Stuck. Great song. Mm-hmm. Then Nonchalant is one yeah. of the songs immediately. Immediately yeah. when the high pitched vocal with the I'm calling again, I'm calling again, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the song. I yeah. love it. Gave me that Frank Ocean blonde Nike's mm-hmm. vibe. And his singing voice was great. Um, this was a terrific album. I'm, I can't wait to bump this more. I think it could uh, end yeah. up being my album of the year. I'm not sure. Eminem is low key messing up, bro. I mean, he He's can find all the artists. talent. Yeah, he has a great, yeah. Yeah, great year to look up these artists. But, bro, how Boogie, Griselda, I mean, come on, bro. Like, even at Slaughterhouse and he messed it up. But Boogie is yeah. so incredible. And the promo for this album wasn't even, was the promo even, was it even any promo apart from dropping a single and then Eminem posted and Shady Records posted one post, hey, yeah, not, Boogie's album's out. Yeah, not, <laughs> dude, not that much. I mean, he did a color studio thing with his single, but yeah. nothing crazy. Um, but I'm happy for him. I think people were paying him a lot. Of, like, a lot of big t- hip-hop Twitter accounts were saying, like, mm-hmm. yo, check out this album. Like, this is mm-hmm. better than the Drake album. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was great. It was really incredible. It's definitely for me one of the best rap albums uh, of this year. Again, the soulfulness, his ability to sing, and I also love his vulnerability too. Like that's something that's like, yeah, really very. refreshing to hear. Yes. Uh, production was amazing as well. But man, I just wish there was better promo for him because he he needs to be up there yeah. again. Also, it has a song with Smino on it, and Smino mm-hmm. kills it. I need the album mm-hmm. so badly. Yep, that's um, a guy. And then, thankfully, for the first time in years, we can say. We got a great Chance the Rapper song. I'm not sure how you feel about it. Alone. I'm so, <laughs> no, yo, what did I tell you last episode, bro? Those Keep the same words. energy. Y'all were clowning Chance. I've Y'all were clowning Chance, and you were, you were joining the, the bandwagon of Cat. clowning him, and now he's bro. back on his grind. It's, yo, oh, I used oh to, Chance is coming. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I used to actually like Hot Shower. <laughs> Man. Like, I thought it was funny. Um, but no, this new Chance song is, I'm not going to say I loved his rap verse at first, but then when he gets to the chorus and Joey mm-hmm. comes in and they start singing at the end, I thought it was an amazing song. Yeah, same here. It that. was incredible. Like, There's literally nothing else to say. I'm so excited for his next project. I've always been supporting Chance, even with the big day. It was just one flub. It happens. And he's yeah. going to come in hard with this next project. And I don't want to see y'all sneaking in talking yeah. about, hey, Chance, I was always there because you weren't. Y'all basically logic him. Etc. Like, I, like, I got my yeah. Chance rapper shirt from like 2012 in my closet right now. I can bring Man, it Man, it's 2022. <laughs> um, and then to quickly just touch on the Joey Badass what happened mm-hmm. people said he was running away from Drake but he claims <laughs> that his samples did not clear mm-hmm. for the album to come out 
that could be completely true. I don't know what goes into that. I personally think it's a little weird. <laughs> I think it's a little weird to announce an album date before you know your album's completely finished mm-hmm. and legally like everything's cleared. Mm-hmm. So why even I don't know why he even did that. Is it um, even possible to have the album done and then um an original sampler came back to copyright you? Is that possible? Or I mean apparently you clear, you clear on apparently on Code AM for Logic, mm-hmm. one of the songs, I think it was either the the last song on the album, they mm-hmm. believe the day of had to use a different beat. Like he couldn't clear the beat the day the album was dropped. So I guess this is a common thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm disappointed for one as a Joey fan who is seeing him in under two weeks. Like, I don't know what he's going to perform because mm-hmm. now I'm not going to know what these songs are. Yep. So I don't know if he's just going to do older songs, if they're going to cancel the show and reschedule it for later in the year. That'd mm-hmm. be really annoying because then I'm going to leave Philly and not be here for the summer. Um, so it's a little annoying on the day of to announce that. And it's always skeptical when he recently did an interview where he said he lied about a health issue to get off the Logic album. Mm-hmm. And now he's saying, or Logic tour, sorry. And now he's saying, it all seems a little suspicious. Mm-hmm. I could completely believe it's because of clearing samples, but it kind of seems mm-hmm. like, yeah, maybe Drake, he knew Drake was dropping. I don't know. I think it's a lot of factors, man. And as Joey, I mean, he I, is he on a label or is he independent? He's on a label, right? I think he's on a label. I know he works with Pro Era, but Pro Era's on a label. Yeah. yeah. The whole industry and, yeah. is like a giant, like, um, <laughs> loophole. What's the word? They're not loophole. It's a giant, um, it's like a giant Ponzi scheme. They sign an yeah. artist. They get like, you get an artist, Jay-Z. You tell yeah. Jay-Z, okay, now Jay-Z, you make your own record label under our record label. Mm-hmm. He makes Rockefeller. Okay, sign J. Cole. J. Cole gets successful. Okay, now you make a record label. He makes yeah. Dreamville. He signs J.I.D. <laughs> Hopefully J.I.D. gets so successful that he starts a label. So it's yeah. a bunch of labels under a bigger label. Exactly. Oh my God. Um, but I'm still excited for the Jelly album. Mm-hmm. Whatever it does drop. I'm just upset because I honestly think whatever whoever was orchestrating this business-wise is the one who pushed it back. Again, not only doesn't help with Drake dropping to the Twitter rant he went on, um, basically saying that, oh, I lied about the whole I'm looking at the sun or whatever and I injured my eye. So he he left the logic yeah. but he just wasn't happy to be there, whatever. Bad time. Um, his comments on the vaccines and LGBTQ community and all this, all this stuff that just no one approved of. No one was telling him to shut up. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, maybe this might affect my album sales." Hmm. Yeah, and then he just pulled out last minute the day of, like, bro, maybe it was samples. Who knows? But like that—that's irritating, honestly, to see. Yeah, but we will be listening <laughs> when two thousand does drop. I'm joking. I got it. I got it, <laughs> Joey. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you made it to the very end, we appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure if you liked what you heard, if you want to hear more updates on music news, album reviews, make sure you like, subscribe, turn on your notifications. You guys know what to do. Anything I'm missing, Adam? Nah, artists, send us your music for independent yes. artists. Um, we love reviewing you guys, and uh, that's it. Yes, sir. We, we are out. out. Peace.